Character is forged in the crucible of life. Strength is developed through the pain and suffering. There is always light, even in the darkness. There is always reason for joy. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. Hey guys, you have stepped right into the eye of the storm, man. It's the beginning of another awesome year. It's 2021. If you're listening to this right now, I want to say on behalf of the entire Remarkable Practice team, happy new year. I know everybody hates to see 2020 go. Everybody hates to see 2020 in the rearview mirror. You know what? I say that with a wink and a grin, but honestly, 2020 was such a blessing. Man, what a fast forward button for all of us, Dr. Pete, in becoming greater leaders. Yeah, when I think about the 2020 year, I think it's like the longest yard. You know, it felt like it was a year that just was never going to end. And, you know, I, what I love about when you go through challenging times is the outcome should be an upgrade for you. And what I feel I think has happened for me and Dr. Steven, I believe for you and for so many of the clients that doctors we get to actually engage and interact with is that there were just so many lessons that were learned this year. There was so many things that became more clear this year. And I believe that our priorities became more refined. I believe that our visions became more clear. I think our convictions became more sharp. I really do believe that there was a mighty purpose for all of us. And I do believe it extends beyond chiropractic, but I think especially for chiropractors because of what we have been entrusted with, the sacred trust, as BJ said, the message that we have been given has been tested tremendously this year. We have had a a great opportunity to to take a stand and we've had an opportunity to leverage the platforms that we've been entrusted with to to bring people hope, to share what we truly do believe, and to see where we stand and where the people that we've been serving stand as well. So it has revealed much. And I believe that we have been prepared for now than this this next decade, right? I think I remember at the end of 2019, one of the episodes that I talked, we did was I talked about we were entering into the 2020s, but I really believe that it was a new era. It was going to be the greatest era for chiropractic. And I still believe that today at the end of 2021. And I, I feel because of the punch to the gut that we've we've experienced, it's the perfect setup for a great breakthrough and acceleration. And, and I truly believe that. I do. And I believe that even right now, coming in right at the beginning of this year, 2021, I believe that this is our era. I believe this is the decade that, you know, we are going to, there's going to be a rise up in our profession. I I truly believe that we will begin to continue to position ourselves in the public's eye as being in many ways, the solution, the answer, the best path. We talk about the best path to get where they want to go, which is health, the better way to better health. I truly believe that. So again, my brothers and sisters who are listening to this, I just want to encourage you, you made it through 
And here we are at the beginning of a new year, and I'm excited to, to dig in. Yeah, I'm with you, Pete. And you know what? I do see this as an inflection point for chiropractic, not despite the COVID-19 situation, not despite the current chaos, confusion, the crisis, the distraction. I'm going to make the argument that it's because of it. What an opportunity for us to step into the gap, the gap that's been left by modern healthcare, uh, let's call it the medical paradigm, by the media, by the government. In our communities, we're all facing that same gap. This is incredible gap of knowledge, which just creates an opportunity for all of us to just step in, step in as the expert, because we are the expert in what we call the third tier of healthcare, right? Which is the promotion of health. What an extraordinary opportunity. And really, I know today we're going to be talking about what is our biggest takeaway from 2020 and what are we going to bring with us into 2021? I'm super excited to get after this because, you know, personally, I feel like my takeaway, I can't wait to talk about it, I can't wait to unpack it, is something that I think I've always known in my belly, and I've seen it proven out and lived out on a small scale in pockets, right, through my experience, through my businesses, through my practice, et cetera. But really, the conviction that I have around this after having seen this take a global effect, man, I'm excited to unpack this today because I know that it's just going to not only it's not going to change my 2021, I think it's going to change the future for all chiropractors that are listening to this today. I love it. I'm excited to dig into mine too, Doc. And uh, if you're cool with that, I'd like to like to move in that direction because I do feel that one of the things we talk about is what CEOs do. One of your responsibilities is, is to assess before you plan. To be able to plan and prepare well, it requires a thorough assessment. And so what we did as we prepared for even this episode was we took some time to assess this year. And I did that. And so I'm going to share with you my big, what I would say biggest, because there's a lot of takeaways. And I'm actually going to my preamble to that is actually going to be some just, I just wrote down a few things that I said, you know, what were the, what were some like highlights, things that I was like tested that are true that happened this year. And then I'm going to finish with the, my, my big one, if that's cool with you, Dr. Steven, I I want to share that. So these are a few things that I, that really, when I think about what I rediscovered or learned, or just became even more clear for me this year, were these things character is forged in the crucible of life. Strength is developed through the pain and suffering. There is always light, even in the darkness. There is always reason for joy. Hopefulness or hopelessness all depends on your perspective. Trust the process. Wake up, sleeper. Focus your energy where you do have influence, and your influence will grow. Eliminate distractions from your life. Priorities are what we do. Everything else is just talk. God is good all the time. I love my family. I love the work that I get to do. I have so much to be grateful for. Chiropractic is a godsend. 
lifestyle and prevention remains the highest form of healthcare. By all means, keep moving. Hold the line. Conflict clarifies what's important now. This is what you were created for, for such a time as this. And my final and what I think my big takeaway is a really a question I would ask you. And it's a question that I have had to ask myself and you've had to ask yourself this year. What do you do when your expectations get derailed? What do you do when your expectations, your hopes, your goals, your path, your plan have to be adjusted? What do you do when you have to pivot those expectations? My answer is what I rediscovered this year and was reinforced is this. You rely on the agreements that you have made with yourself and others. You rely on the agreements you've made. When expectations are not met, when things don't go as planned, when things unexpectedly change, it's the agreements that we've made that determine the path and the steps that we take to move forward. To agree is to form a pact. It's a bond. It's a form of a covenant. When I make agreements, I keep agreements. When I set expectations, it's with the hope that this is where it's going to go and how it's going to go. But an expectation without an agreement is not complete. It's why we say it's expectations and agreements. I know we say that with the practice. I'm talking to you as a leader and to myself. How do I live my life and how I operate is really goes back to those two factors. It's the expectations that I have and it's the agreements that I made. And so this year for me has exposed the agreements and the agreements that I have. And those have been clarified. Those have been tested. They have become more clear to me, specifically my agreement that I've made with God, my agreements that I've made with my wife, Mary, the agreements that I've made with myself, my agreements I've made to my children, the agreements that I've made to my family, the agreements that I've made to my team, the agreements that I've made to my patients, the agreements that I've made to my community. These have been exposed. These have been tested. And I've learned and leaned on those this year because the expectations did change. I'll be honest, at the end of 2019, I did have such great excitement and energy coming into 2021 or 2020. I'm not going to lie. I'm a, probably a, a naturally an optimist. I'm just generally like that. <laughs> so I don't really have a place for an SD card that, that allows for things not to go the way that I want them to go. <laughs> so when that happens, you know, 
you get tested and you, you get to see how am I going to respond. And so I got a, so much out of being a part of the Remarkable family. I did. I got so much working with you, Dr. Steven, and, and our amazing team and then our amazing doctors. Like I, I got so much out of this year. I, I really just fell re and fell in love with people and with the work and with the mission and yeah, the purpose of why we do, why do we get up and why do we keep going? And that became more and more clear to me this year. And great things happened for me with my wife and I, and great things happened for me with my children. Great things happened for me in my walk with God. I mean, so many great things that happened. And, and because of the agreements that I've made with very specific bonds and relationships that I formed, those actually went through testing and they came out stronger. Hey, CEO, there are three skill sets that drive high-performing teams, hiring right, clear expectations and agreements, productive delegation, training, and equipping. This is Dr. Pete, and you're invited to join myself, Dr. Steven, and our entire TRP coaching team for the awesome two-day 2021 kickoff event, The Remarkable Team Building Immersion, January 15th and 16th, hosted in the U.S., and February 5th and 6th, hosted from Australia. We're going virtual, which means that no matter where you are in the world, you can make it. Our five 2020 virtual immersions were awesome. We learned and improved the experience each and every time, setting up 2021 virtual events to be even better. Of course, we miss being live and in person, but the upside is more full teams are able to attend the events together and practices are growing. And we're releasing our new workshop format for 2021 immersions. Pick from a series of 12 specific workshops designed for the unique positions on your team. Whether you're a front desk check-in CA, check-out CA, tech CA, back office CA, office manager, COO, associate DC, or CEO, there will be a separate and distinct breakout workshop that will be powerful for your role. And CEO, you can head back to work Monday knowing your team is equipped, confident, and on fire. We will skill drill your team until they have it nailed. Don't miss this one chance. The team building immersion only happens once a year. And when you register now, you'll get 66% off tickets for yourself and your team. This seminar is regularly 2997 when you attend a live venue. It's now available online for only 997 because it will be streaming live. Now go to remarkablepractice.com forward slash events to get your tickets. And now back to our conversation. So good, man. So good. It, one of the one premise that you'll hear in the remarkable practice repeated over and over again from a conceptual, but as well as a tactical perspective, it's expectations and agreements, right? So when we talk about the importance of expectations and agreements, look, we all want the same thing, right? So if you're listening to this, you're probably at the same place we are in our lives where really all we're interested in is successful and productive long-term relationships, period, right? So, you know, if you look at those relationships that you would qualify as that in your life, those successful, productive, long-term relationships, they usually have two things in common. And that is that they started with really clear expectations and honest agreements. So this is not just a good idea. This is the law of the jungle. When you're a CEO, one of your goals should be to collect 
long-term successful productive relationships. <laughs> this is like literally it's like I say to our clients all the time when somebody asks you what you do for a living, I want you to answer I build world-class teams. That's when when somebody asks you what what do you do for a living? I build world-class teams. <laughs> They're like really what's well, like, yeah, I have an incredible mission, I have an incredible purpose and I'm going to need a world-class team to help me fully optimize that calling, right? So, you know, what we know Dr. Pete is God calls us to be market makers and territory takers and covenant keepers. And when we talk about the covenant of these relationships, when you make expectations and agreements with people, it's a commitment. It's a commitment to the relationship. There are details that fall underneath that. Very often, you know, when we look at the details, if we want to go super high level, we talk about we have the mission, we have the vision, we have the purpose, right? We make an agreement around that, right? The, the foundation of the relationship very often, professionally at least, is our mission our vision, our purpose, you know, so our purpose is why do we get up every day and serve? We have to agree on that, right? Our vision is what does success look like? What do we, what's, what's the fruit of the work we're going to do together as CEO and team? We got to agree on that. We have to have total agreement around that. And then what is the mission, which is how are we going to serve the purpose and manifest the vision? We've got to agree on that. And for each individual in each relationship, you know, how are you going to serve, right? So that's where we get into what is your role and what are the responsibilities of that role? And those are measurable responsibilities. We have KPIs and scorecards. Now, wow, look at that. We went from 30,000 feet to hitting the ground. These are the expectations and agreements. And the agreements are another word for a relationship, right? So when we look at our relationships, we get a choice. Do we want to have a relational dynamic in our business? Or do we want to have a transactional relationship in our business? Right? So the relational versus the transactional, I'll tell you what, for those docs who have oriented their business around this purely sort of transactional environment, when things get derailed, like when you get this Pearl Harbor moment of 2020 with out of nowhere, we get hit with the a meteor called COVID-19 and derails the business and derails the productivity and derails the goals that we set for ourselves. Look, we all showed up to 2020 with an incredible vision, right? I was so excited to be able to talk about 2020 vision. And I'll be honest, I showed up with an awesome vision for 2020 and it wasn't this. <laughs> it wasn't this. But you know what? God's sense of humor, he had something better for me, you know, and I just know that and I appreciate that and I trust him, you know. So, you know, the reason that it was such an awesome experience is because I've practiced this discipline of expectations and agreements with my team members around me. So, you know, when things shifted and things changed and the situation changed, the circumstances changed, the productivity changed, but the, at the end of the day, the purpose didn't change. Our purpose didn't change. The value that we deliver doesn't change. The way we deliver it changes. That's, you know, maybe we had to make a pivot. Maybe there was a tactical shift that we need to make, right? But, but the purpose didn't change. The vision didn't change. The timeline might have been adjusted, right? But the relationship pushed right through that because the relationship was based on expectations and agreements, clear expectations and honest agreements, which of course creates an environment of trust. And when you establish that environment of trust, you started this off with the reference to a movie, and I'll, I'll close this thought with another reference to another movie. You know, it's a heavyweight fight, man. This is Rocky. <laughs> 2020 is like a Rocky movie. And I mean Rocky 1. <laughs> you know, when 
those guys were just knocking the snot out of each other. And both of them ended up on their knees on the map and they got up reeling. And it's like, is that all you got? <laughs> right? If that visual doesn't drive you, I don't know what will. Because if you thought 2020 was cute, 2021's got its own tricks up its sleeve, I guarantee you. And I'm just so grateful for the lessons learned, especially expectations and agreements. Yeah, it's so powerful. This exercise doc that you know, when we were preparing for the podcast, you know, we said, hey, what would be something that would be of value to, to you as a CEO, as a listener to this? We do think about you actually before every single episode that, that we record. We're, we don't necessarily do this for ourselves, even though we, I get a ton out of it. I actually really love listening to this podcast, but really was thinking like, what are some of the things that if I was to, if we were all to get together, let's say, and sit around a campfire at the end of this year, what would we be doing as CEOs? We'd be, this is what we'd be doing. We'd be talking about. That's like, exactly what right. Did you learn? And <laughs> this so, is exactly the conversation this we is would our have been having and will be having in that environment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah th this is our campfire moment. So we're just so excited. You know, I'm just happy to be able to have this, this conversation with you today, Stephen, and with all of you who are listening. And, and honestly, I just, I would encourage you if, if you like, love this podcast and, you know, and, and you feel this, this is valuable. And if you have never done this, consider sharing it with your uh, colleagues. You know, I, why do I say that? Well, I feel that one of the big takeaways that I've learned from this year is the importance of who you surround yourself with being plugged into the right tribe. And like you said, the conversation on it. And I think Dr. Steven, you, you might get into maybe a little bit of this with, with what you're going to talk through, because I want to hear from you now, but it's really important. So again, if, if this is a, a value to you, a value add, I had a conversation with a chiropractor recently why I'm saying this. And and he was talking about our program. We were talking about different things. And I said, hey, do you listen to the podcast? Because he really had no idea like who we were. Just a little bit I heard about TRP. If you listen to the podcast, it was no. And my immediate thing was like, man, you should be listening to that. Like that was actually my first. I was like, like we, we have an amazing program in TRP. And I would love for you to you know be a part of it. But you should listen to the podcast, you know. And so I just want you to listen, you know, this. And we want to continue to, to su support you and encourage you through this podcast. Please share it. I'm just simply going to ask you that. With, I, I want to ask you, Dr. D, when you had so many that you said and did here, you really did. And I got to witness that. And so many of us did. And so many in our profession did. But if you were to, you know, summarize in many ways your takeaway, big takeaway, lesson learned from 2020, how would you describe that? You know, Dr. Pete, I knew we were going to have this conversation today. So I really needed to pause for like eight seconds before I came up with the answer. I knew exactly what I wanted to talk about. And I think it's, uh, it's an incredible blessing coming out of this year. And it's something that, like I alluded to, it's something that I've always known. Okay. And I've seen it manifested in small pockets. I put it historically, you know, in my own experience, just right before my eyes. But I know now having witnessed this, the, just the manifestation of such an incredible shift and disruption globally. Like it, it, there's, there's absolutely no question, you know, about this, the statement I'm about to make. And, and it's something that if you embrace what I'm going to talk about here, it's going to empower you to 10 extra impact in your community throughout your career. So Here's my takeaway that I will be pulling into 2021 and into the future. When the story is strong enough, people will comply. When the story is strong enough, people will comply. You know, for 20, what, 28, 29 years, but longer than that, frankly, I have been 
studying what the healthiest people in the world do. I study success and I study successful human beings. You know my story, Dr. Pete, for our listeners, you might not know my story. I'm not going to tell it now, but you know, my best friend died of cancer when we were 11 years old, but I walked him through that whole process and I watched, you know, I watched the, you know, the traditional medical approach to the incredibly intelligent, just brilliant, loving, giving, serving people that are fully committed to trying to kill a disease and not kill a little boy in the process. So I, I watched that. I lived through that. And, you know, unfortunately, Patrick died. He passed. It made an indelible mark on me, right? It tweaked me, changed me forever. And it created this fascination that I've never been able to shake, which is what can we do to make ourselves stronger? Like, what can we do to become stronger and healthier human beings? And I've, I've studied this tirelessly, obsessively for, what is that, 40 years now, which is incredible to me, right? So here's what I know. Behaviors matter, okay? And you don't get sick, you do sick, which means you don't get well, you do well. And I know this to be true. I, you know, I've lived it myself. I've raised a family this way. I have shared this message and encouraged, coached, delivered this message and healthcare for 25 years. I've watched it manifest in tens of thousands of people in cases and now across thousands of chiropractors. I know that behaviors matter. The frustration that I've experienced, I've been equal parts passionate and pissed off, right? Joe Esposito always calls that passionate, right? I'm pissed and I'm passionate, right? So what something that has really pissed me off over the years is the fact of the matter is that the medical system, the allopathic system, although they'll pay lip service to, yeah, behaviors matter. They'll recognize and immediately start talking about like smoking cessation, right? And, and, you know, they'll start talking about things that cause sickness, disease. They'll recognize things like metabolic disorders and metabolic syndromes, like syndrome X and, you know, obesity and, and the concomitant issues that come with that blood pressure, blood sugar, insulin sensitivity, hormonal issues, you know, all the downstream consequences of this, they'll recognize it. Okay. But when you start talking about the behaviors that led to it, they quickly defend their approach to addressing these issues through pharmacology and managing these chronic diseases with people won't change behaviors. I've been in this discussion hundreds of times with healthcare professionals. I've debated this. I've, I've been on panels debating this professionally and publicly. And the general consensus is, you know what? People won't change. We know that, that, that it's, you know, the things we're treating are the results of a lifestyle. We know that, right? But people won't change. You know, we've tried, you know, we've been trying for decades. We've been trying for centuries. We've been trying to get people to change their behaviors, but people won't change. So we have to just treat their sickness. Well, I'm calling bullshit on this. And I'd suggest that 2020 called bullshit on that whole thing, right? Because if you look back and you recognize that if the story is strong enough, people will comply. We have seen people change. We have seen people change behaviors. Let's tragically unfortunate that they're not changing their behaviors the right way. They're not changing behaviors that are going to lead to greater health. And I really don't want to make this conversation about right or wrong, their approach right or wrong. I don't want to get into conspiracy theories. I really don't. Okay. So that is not my point, right? So my point is, is the argument that people won't change behaviors has been debunked, right? So this issue is no longer a question. When the story is strong enough, Dr. Pete, 
people will change their behaviors. We have seen it. We've faced it. And we're still in it. And I think as chiropractors, it's been a sobering year for that reason, is that that has been our message, that lifestyle matters, that your choices matter, that you're responsible for your health, that you have an innate intelligence and wisdom within your body and how you take care of it matters. There is such things as toxicity. There is a deficiency. You can address those things. You do have the ability to have influence over the outcomes of your life. It's an empowering versus disempowering conversation. And what I'm seeing that has been really frustrating to us, I think, is that the action steps that are being encouraged are not empowering. They're actually disempowering. And that's, that's the flaw here is, yes, we are addressing behavioral things, but it's, we're not focusing on the right things. And Dr. Steven, you said this early on in the, in the pandemic, and you talked about we have to change the conversation from being about the strength of the virus to the strength of the host. And that's been our conversation in many ways in chiropractic from the beginning. We have to take it away from the symptom of your headache and talk about the intelligence and the, and the power of your body to heal. We have to listen to the symptoms and understand that they're guiding us to the cause. And we're going to be able to get to the root cause and we're going to address that head on. And it's an empowering message, right? It's an empowering journey. And that's to me, what I love about chiropractic, what drew me to this profession as well, without getting into my story as well. It drew me in, it felt righteous. It felt true. It was right. Well, that's the fact. And it still remains. And so what you said, which is so powerful, I want to repeat it for all those note takers that are out there, but you talked about how that when the story is strong enough, the people will comply. So I guess my question I'm going to throw back to you, Dr. Steven, is how does that affect how we go into 2021? How does that affect me as a CEO? It changes everything, Dr. Pete, right? So it changes everything around how we, our walk, right? So how we lead our teams, how we speak to our patients and lead our community and how we get outside of our practice. And we talk to the people in our community and step into our place of leadership and step into that gap as the expert in third tier healthcare. Right. So, you know, it's one thing in first tier healthcare where, you know, they're treating people that are sick and trying to keep them from dying. Right. So the second tier of healthcare, which is, you know, disease prevention, which is the effort of trying to practice best practices to keep people safe, you know, so social distancing, hand washing, no hugs and high fives, wear your mask, right? So all of the, you know, so those are, that's all about keeping people safe. We've got to be that expert that steps into that blue ocean that no one is discussing, which is how do we keep people well, right? And that's third tier healthcare, which is the promotion of health, right? So we have to step in boldly. Okay. So in the power of this is that we don't have to make them wrong to make us right. And I want to make sure everybody heard that, right? So we don't have to make them wrong to make us right. Listen, you'll be the only one on the stage with the mic. Okay. So no one else is talking about this. So I hope for all our listeners out there, I hope that you recognize that now is the time. Now is the time to be the market maker. Now is the time to be the territory taker. Now is the time to be the covenant keeper. You made a covenant, right? So we have a sacred trust, right? So we have been given this gift, this gift of wisdom that's been passed down. We stand on the shoulders of giants and we have a solution for our communities. And here's the truth of it. There is a true fatigue that's happening right now in your community and mine, right? This COVID fatigue that's going on. People are exhausted by this, right? And 
you know, we talked about stepping into the storm and, and running in and charging into the storm in Buffalo leadership. What we recognize is that we use that metaphor very specifically and deliberately because if you understand how like a tornado or a hurricane works, you use a, there's a head wall that you run into in a storm and then you get into the middle and there's the eye of the storm, but you got to get through the other side of the storm also. There's another wall to get through, right? And that's where we're coming into right now. So, you, you know, I want to lift you up in this season that we're facing right now. And it's not time to, to, to lean back. It's a time to lean in. It's time to pick up the armor of truth and grab your sword, which is this message that your community so desperately needs as they are fatiguing through this COVID crisis and they're experiencing the deficiency in essential human nutrient. And it's called influence and control. There's an emotional and psychological nutrient that's as as significant as the physiological nutrient of vitamin C, vitamin D, oxygen, gravity, you name it. These are all required nutrients. You take them away and people perish. It's the same can be said for influence. You have some influence and some control on your future and people are feeling just a tragic deficiency in that at this point. So your message will be received. Your message of grab the wheel, take back control, right? Lean in. There's things that you can start doing and stop doing. So Dr. Pete, my message is when the story is strong enough, people will comply. And I'm going to suggest that our story is strong enough. And it's a truth that will stand above all other messaging in the community because it meets the need of your community right now, which is, isn't there anything that we can do to become stronger? My friends, what an episode this has been. I'm so grateful, Dr. Steven, that I got to be a part of this with you and sit around the campfire with all of you who are listening. And thank you for tuning into this. And I would highly encourage you, if you haven't done this already, to take time to document what your lessons and big takeaways are from 2020 as a CEO and, and share those with your loved ones, with your team, even with your patients and your community. I believe that, again, people, we talked about this again during the during the pandemic, you know, people will remember how you led. They'll remember what you said. And it's very important that at this time, as we assess the 2020 and we are now planning and preparing for your 2021, that we are thorough in our assessment of the lessons we've learned and how that is going to influence our behaviors moving forward. Until our next episode, be well, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic, and what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.